praise the Lord, saints. Father, I thank you right now. I pray, Lord God, that you will use me for your glory, that you will speak through, through me, and that you would minister to your people. And Father, not only that they will be a hearer, but a doer of the word. Father, let your anointing increase and let myself decrease. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Today, I'm going to talk about giving God your best. Because we are required to give him our best. Don't you want to give him your best today? Let's go to John 4, verse 23 through 24. But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. Only the high priest could enter in the inner room of the tabernacle called the Holy of Holies. Prior to the New Testament, however, the high priest could only enter into the room once a year. The high priest was required to bathe himself. <clears throat> On other days, he would... On other days, he was only required to wash his hands and feet. Amen. After the priest, you can find that. Let's go to Exodus 30, verse 19 to 21. For Aaron and his son shall wash their hands and their feet and water from it. And when they go into the tabernacle of meeting, of when they come near the altar to minister to the burnt and offering made by fire to the Lord. They shall wash with water lest they die. So then shall wash their hands and their feet lest they die. And it shall be a, a statue forever to them, to him and his descendants throughout their generations. Amen. So after the priest cleansed himself, he put on plain white linens, which it symbolizes holiness. Just as they did in the biblical days, we must also prepare our hearts to worship the Lord. Amen. So you can find the word worship. 270 times in the Old and New Testament. The Old Testament meaning of worship from Hebrew, shakah, is to bow down, fall prostrate, showing reference, as did Abraham in Genesis 22 and 5. Amen? The New Testament meaning of worship from Greek, proskunos, means to kiss towards the hands or feet, expressing admiration, love, homage, and affection. Amen? I'm going to give you some other definitions of worship. 
I have four of them for you. Worship is a response to the revelation of God's grace, love, power, all that he is. Amen. The outpouring of the soul at rest in the presence of the occupation of the heart, not with its needs or even with its blessings, but with God alone. Amen. Worship is man's response to the nature and the action of God. To God's revelation himself given to God the glory. Praise, honor, and thanks due to him. Both for who he is and for what he has done. Amen, church? Worship is the response of the human heart to the redemptive love and grace of God revealed in Jesus, expressed in humble admiration and joyful service to Him. Glory to God. When we worship God, we need to properly prepare our hearts to worship Him. Amen? We need to have the right heart. We need to have the we need to get rid of all distractions, and we need to have the proper attitude. Amen, church? In order for us to worship God, we must understand what worship is and how to properly prepare to worship. Worship means to express the supreme worth or declare supreme value of how you feel about someone. When you worship someone, you feel it from the heart. Worship cannot be taught. Amen? When you worship God, you attribute to Him the glory that is due to Him. Worship doesn't mean that we all express in the same way all the time. Each of us worship him from our hearts in different ways. Amen. You can't copycat worship. You can't watch somebody and then worship God. You have to feel it from the heart. Amen. In Luke seven thirty six, And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment and stood at his feet be behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears. And then wiped them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the anointment. Now, as you well know, the anointment at that time was very, very, very expensive. So when we worship God, we need to properly prepare our hearts to worship him. There are three steps that need to be taken into play. Number one, we need to humble ourselves before God. This means that we need to realize our smallness 
and understand God's graces. Amen? And have genuine remorse and repentance. Humility is one of the prerequisites for worship. If we don't cleanse ourselves from sin, our worship will not be acceptable to the Lord. We need to be spirit-led worshipers. The scripture says those who are, those who are led, or those who worship him, must worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen? The Bible states those who worship must worship him in spirit and in truth. Number three. We need to have the right attitude when we go into worship. When we worship God, we should bring to Him a broken heart and a humble spirit. Amen? The reasons God made man is to glorify Him, for us to enjoy Him. He made us in the image that we might appreciate Him and admire and adore Him. And worship him. So in order for us to be true worshipers, we must come to him through the blood of Jesus Christ. And with cleansed hands and a pure heart. If we don't do this, all our prayers and praise are futile. No good. Waste of time. God wants us to be true worshipers. He wants it to come from your heart. Amen? True worship can only come from your heart. So in order for the saints to worship God properly, they need to prepare their hearts. Merely going through the routine leaves them further from God than when they started. There are a few things a person must do to avoid having a hard heart. Number one. You must have a willingness to admit and confess your sins. If a believer has a bitter spirit towards another believer and an unwillingness to forgive one another, it will create a hard heart. Amen? Number two, a resistance to the Word of God and an inflexible attitude that cannot be taught or changed will also create a hard heart. Point number three. The next thing that can create a heart is the individual's belief that their way is the right way and only way. Well, I can tell you that it's, that it's right. If your way is right, you have a hard heart. It's the way that God wants you to worship Him in spirit and in truth. The fourth thing that can create a hard heart is fear and an unwillingness to learn these things. You must maintain a teachable spirit. Amen? The fifth thing that can create a hard heart is the supersensitive attitude that makes it difficult for people to get along. Number six. The sixth thing that can create a hard heart it's being preoccupied with your own needs and not being concerned about the needs of others. Amen? When we worship God, we can be distracted by numerous things. A lot of believers struggle with carnal indulgence, bad temper, or lack 
or seriousness about study. Because remember, the Bible says, study to show yourself a fruit, approved. A workman need not be ashamed. Amen. You've got to rightly divide that word. Amen, church. Also, fear can distract you. In order to keep us from the distractions, we need to be in prayer. And the word and that will help us and keep us focused on the meaning and the direction of worship. The more we worship, the more our hearts are humble before God. Pride can also lead into being distracted when we worship the Lord. Therefore, we need to humble ourselves before the Lord. Amen? <coughs> Excuse me. When we worship the Lord, we need to have the right attitude. And when we have the right attitude, He will have the right attitude of forgiveness towards us. Amen? And when we have these proper attitudes, true worship, true worship will flow out of us. When we don't have that, the right attitude, it can hinder us. So it is very, very, very important that we develop the worship attitude. Amen? Worship, worship requires us to be broken. Therefore, the first attitude is brokenness. It gives us a good beginning and has a way of cleansing the soul. Standing in the presence of the complete, perfect Christ should be enough to break our hearts. Amen? We need to have the right spirit that trembles in the presence of God, having been broken into multiple pieces, is classified as an acceptable sacrifice in worship, worshiping God. We should not worry about anyone else or what they might think and be totally focused on Him. And when we worship Him, when we have brokenness and humility, it forms a dwelling place for the Almighty God. And His presence is a prerequisite to worship Him. And if we don't humble ourselves to God, then we are not true worshipers at all. We must also express what we feel by letting it flow out of us. Unloving worship is not acceptable by Him. The love must come from the heart in order for the worship to, to work. You must also be given. You must be able to give whatever it takes. And this means giving up your best. And when you have these attitudes, your worship will be acceptable by God. Now, when you take all these things into consideration and properly prepare yourself for worship, you will not have any hindrances in your worship. And when we have a regular cleansing prayer, it will help us to maintain an attitude that will. Allow us to worship in spirit and in truth. Too often our worship is shallow and routine simply because we don't properly prepare ourselves. Amen? 
So when we take all these things into consideration, true worship will flow out of us. Amen? May the Lord add a blessing of the word. I just want to remind everyone, this is my second uh, preaching sermon that I'm releasing today. We are in the process of praying and believing God to bless us with a camera and with a microphone so we can go online and have a live feed. So anyone that would like to uh, give a free will offering, we would appreciate it. You can send it uh, at Cash App, dollar sign, Gene Howe, H-E-I-L, and the Lord will bless you for blessing the ministry. Amen. Also, I want to remind you that my book is being published. I'm looking for release date of November the 15th through the 20th. It's called God Loves Messed Up People. The next time I minister next week, I will give you a few inserts of my book so you can have an idea what it's about. It's about bringing restoration, healing, even though the enemy tried to kill me, God saved me, delivered me, set me free, and healed my wounded spirit. I'm telling you, church, God is real. God is able. There's nothing too hard for God. Be still and know that he's God. God will prevail. God is the answer to all your problems. All you have to do is trust him and obey. Amen. God bless you.